Hey, besties. My name's Lisa. And my name's Tamara, and we're BFFs. Tamara and I met when we were about 12 years old, growing up in good old Fairbanks, Alaska. And we've been best friends forever since. That's right. And that's why we've decided to have some fun, friendly conversations with the bestest of best friends. We'll talk about how we became best friends, our experiences together, and have other best friends on the show to share how they met. Who knows? You never know when you'll meet your next BFF. Now let's get into it, how I met my BFF. Welcome to another episode of How I Met My BFF. Hi, Tamara. Hey, Lisa. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you figured out our noise canceling feature today. And I think we're on episode 30 something. So congratulations to us. It's a new button, I think, on the dashboard. That's what I'm going with. That's the story. Yeah, they just invented it. Yeah, they just put it on this dashboard. And we yeah, we're so high tech. Anyway, um, well, we have kind of a fun thing that's been cooking in the background. And this is really interesting because when I first had the idea to do the podcast, Tamara was in her other favorite place besides Missoula, Montana. She was in Amalfi, uh, the Amalfi Coast in Italy. Um, actually, I was in Rome right? when you called me. I was in Roma. Yeah. I was you not were in Rome. Yeah, I was not. I didn't do Amalfi on that trip. I was oh in, my gosh. Yeah. Well, let's pretend you did. So if you did, well, you were in Italy anyway, so I couldn't wait for her to get back to Italy because, or from Italy, because I was going to tell her about this podcast and this idea and how fun it would be. And now nearly a year later from our first episode, cause we, we did our first episode. I think we taped our first episode in October. So we fun. are going to Rome and the Amalfi coast together. Yay. Woohoo. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're gonna we will have to have some podcasts from from Italia and um, you know, help our taxes out with the write-offs. Oh, (laughs) it is obviously a business expense. We're gonna be meeting not only are the hosts of How I Met My BFF gonna be there, but we have two guests that have already been on the show, and we have other people waiting in the wings who are going to be on the trip who will also be on the show. So I think that definitely gives us a chance to write off on our taxes. And we do have a financial expert here as one of our guests. So I think we're going to surprise her with that question, put her on the spot. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) And also I'm going to get crystals in Rome for my chicken coop chandelier business. So it's going to be a win-win. And why Italian crystal chicken hoop chandeliers <laughs> yeah. empire is yeah. happening. I love Little it. Red Hen S Corporation. Here we come. And also, um, we're doing wine research for the winery. That absolutely, I'm- we are going to taste as many wines as we can because somebody needs to do that, yeah. and we're the ones who are going to take the bullet for that. So. Um, on that note, we have some amazing guests. This is our first time duo, uh, special duo guests. We have Christine and Caroline. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Happy to be here. So let our listeners and our besties listen, uh, get a little tidbit on why you guys, you two are, are a special BFF relationship. What's the secret? <laughs> Uh, we were forced to because we, we were born <laughs> into the same family. <laughs> and it was a good we're time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
We love it. Yeah, we're sisters, but we actually are 10 years apart. And the thing that is, I think helps is that we're actually 10 years apart. So it was never like really competitive. It was just kind of like this really healthy relationship of like getting through life together. That's so beautiful. Even though we're forced to be sisters, we were not forced to be BFFs. So, well, and that's what makes it so special, right? It's like there's someone I was telling someone about the two of you being on the show. And I'm like, not every sibling relationship is a positive one, unfortunately, you know? So the fact that Christine, when I first told you about the show and you're like, oh, is it okay if I have my sister and she's my best friend? I mean that I was like, of course, best friends come in all shapes and sizes. So, so who, uh, who wants to go first in terms of like, I know, yes, you were born together, but how did you meet? Like, what was that like? Um, well, I'll jump in here, I guess for me, like, I think it was really cool because I got to like grow up having like a cool mom situation where like mom, like daughters never really can be super close to their moms. Right. Like as far as like sharing details and like getting through life. So I was super like blessed to have this like middle step between a mom and like, you know, a friend where it was like somebody who got everything about me and my like what I was growing up with and my family and our culture and all that stuff that like loved me like a mom, but like was way cooler than a mom. So <laughs> it was like really, it was like built in and I was really lucky to have it, to be honest. Oh, when do you remember? I mean, obviously, because you were born, you don't remember that part, but like, <laughs> what do you feel like your earliest memories of Christine are? Um, I remember a lot, like probably... Mm, like maybe around the age of like nine to 13 ish, like those kind of like awkward years, I'd have to say like, I wasn't the smallest, most petite child. I was a little bit chubby when I was little and I had a big gap between my teeth and like English wasn't my first language. So like there was a lot coming at me at that age. And um, I remember like Christine, just like my parents weren't like, you know, they weren't really from here. So I didn't get to experience like a lot of like like American things being here at that age. But Christine would always like kind of swoop in and like save like disasters from happening. Like I remember, I don't know what birthday it was, maybe like 10 years old or something, 10 or 11 ish or 12 maybe. And my mom, my parents were finally cool enough to like throw me a slumber party. And I was like, yay, like you figured that out. Like that's cool. But they had like nothing to do at the party. So it was like a house full of like 10 girls. And like, you're just like, didn't really have like anything planned. And my sister was in college in school. So like, I was like waiting for her to come home. And finally, I think she came home like from studying at like, I don't know, nine or 10 or something at night. And she like swept in and had like games planned. Like I remember something with like a fishbowl and like, remember the fish Finley? Do you remember that fish? I remember the fish. I don't remember the games. (laughs) Well, we had no games because my parents were not cool, right? So she came in and she's like, okay, I have an idea. Let's take the present I got her, which I guess was a fish. So she had bought me a fish and she got all the parts of like the bowl and the marbles and like all that stuff. And she like, I think handed it out to everybody and we had to like guess what the gift was or something. I don't remember. I I mean, it doesn't sound that cool now when you think about it, but back then it was actually like, it literally saved the day and it just made like, it was just so cool to have, you know, her swoop in and like create fun because my parents were not like the funnest. They were great, but they weren't like the funnest. So she kind of had this way of like swooping in and like creating fun for like this super awkward, chubby nine-year-old. 
Oh, that's so beautiful. I'm okay now, but back then it was traumatic. (laughs) Of course. We're so, our social circle is so important at that time. It's such a delicate time of life. Such a delicate time. All right, Christine, what about you? What was your experience like the first time you met Caroline? And maybe you have, I mean, you were 10 years old, so. That's probably a little different story. Well, first of all, I don't remember anything about this party. Nothing. Like I have no recollection of it. So it's interesting that we get interviewed and I get to learn this, you know, because the things that you don't think stand out to somebody might, it's interesting. But I have a lot of firsts when it comes to Caroline coming into my life. Um, I remember before I even had a sister, before she even came into existence, I used to purposefully let my mom hear me pray for a baby sister. I would pray oh. at night, please, God, give me a baby sister. Please, God, give me a baby sister. And I feel like waiting for her to walk by, you're like, and if you didn't hear me the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and that triggers the memory of, I re, I precisely remember how my mom told me that she was going to have another baby. She was sitting at the foot of her bed and she said, you know how you're always praying for a baby sister? Well, we're going to be having a baby. And I Aww. was besides myself. And that wasn't really Aww. a memory of me and her, but that was sort of my first memory of our budding relationship, I guess. And, um, My first meeting of her was in the hospital, of course, when she was just a newborn. And that was very, I remember holding her and just, you know, just really being kind of delighted by it. Um, And I have a lot of other memories, but those were sort of the first ones. Wow. Did you think like at a 10-year-old where you're like, oh my gosh, like I got what I wished for. Like, I I can't even imagine that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was really, um, I was really excited. I think I was more excited than the expectant mom. <laughs> I was really excited. I'm sure mom was excited, but I was like, I felt like the one expecting a baby. <laughs> uh, now, what if it, did you know that it was a girl, that she was going to be a girl or was that a surprise? So no, I did not because back then they didn't really, you know, do that. Um, but, um, and my mom just announced that she's having a baby. So I didn't get to know that, but you know, God loves me and he always uh, works <laughs> up for me. Yeah. Oh, that's such a beautiful story. So when did you start to, I mean, so there's that sibling relationship, which is, you know, a different relationship than a friendship. When did you two start to realize, oh, this is like my best friend? Yeah, we go first. Um, sure. I I mean, I think it was kind of just, but I think, I don't even think we ever really referred to ourselves like as best friends. It was just kind of like, it was almost like better than best friends, like, because it was like so built in and so like unconditional. Whereas like, as you grow, like as a female, when you make new friends, like in high school, elementary school, high school, college, like, especially like now looking back, like there's a lot of friends that were like my best friends, but then you kind of outgrow them or things change and it's really hard. And you almost like mourn that friendship but then you get over it because you realize that life is just at a different phase. So like, I've never really, like when Christine was talking about this podcast, she's like, well, but like, you're my sister. So like, I don't know if that's like counts as like best friend. I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like, obviously we're best friends. <laughs> obviously, it was just kind of like this unsaid, unsaid like, like, it was just, it was just more unconditional, unconditional, you know, like it's, yeah. a, it's just like even a better level than that. Um, but I think like, I think growing older now and like having my 
family and my own kids. Like, I think that's kind of when like you realize, cause you've gone through these phases of different friends and different levels of friendships. And you like kind of define what really like a best friend is. Um, so I, I think you, I feel it more now than I understood it back then probably. Hmm. How about you, Christine? <clears throat> well, I think, you know, when you define that word best friend, I think it all falls back onto that definition. It's like somebody you trust unconditionally, you know, they'll always be there for you. You have, um, you have the ability to tell them anything in the world, even if it doesn't, is not good and you won't be judged by it. And I feel as though just from the very beginning of our lives together, it was always like that. It was just sort of this organic way of kind of growing into that. I was always there for her as um, a big sister when she was a baby to the point where I I took her to her first school day at my school oh. and I was showing her off to my friends and my friends were like, oh, your sister's so cute. And I was there to like take care of that day. And then we grew through all the you know stepping stones of life. And then because I think she had such an older sister, I mean, I'm 10 years older than her. She was more of a mature human being, I think, just because, you know, she was exposed to somebody so much older than her, like in her life. Um, she was a really mature person, too. So when I was in college, my fondest memory of my sister, that I tell everybody, everybody, is that she used to be my alarm clock. Like I would she would um, she was in junior high and I was in college and she would come into my room, wake me up, say, it's time to wake up and bring me tea. And, <laughs> and she would do that all the time, like almost every day, I think. So it was, you know, I feel as though we just cared about each other so deeply and um, that, you know, that's what a, that's what a best friendship is. That's great. Wow. That's okay. So what, well, I, the, a question that ran through my mind, do you guys have other siblings? No. No. Okay. I was going to ask. So I'm the oldest of five. I have five sisters and three brothers. And um, so I totally can un- relate and understand. I feel like a lot of, I mean, my a lot of my siblings are my closest friends. And so I love this. But I was wondering if you guys had other siblings, you know, like how do they handle this? love affair, but, um, it, never mind. <laughs> so, but, um, so Chris or sorry, Caroline, what, what is your favorite thing about Christine? What, what do you adore about her? Oh. Um, I mean, obviously there's a lot, right. But I think, I think, um, she's very like unique. She's very like out of this world. You probably have even picked up on this too, just knowing her for a little bit. She's like very out of this world because she's not, she just like loves deeper. She tries harder. She will not stop until it's perfect. Um, like genuinely cares about people genuinely care. Like she genuinely puts it on herself to like, not fall short of like perfection in like everything she does. And it's, it's more than just being a perfectionist. It's more of like really having this deep sense of like, if I have kids, I have to raise them to be like the best humans out there. And if I have a sister, I have to be like a really good sister to her. And if I'm a wife, I have to be like, I have to do everything to be the best wife. And I think people just are lazier than that and are naturally don't, people give up faster than she gives up. I don't think anybody, she would be the very, very last to give up on anything. Wow. What about you, Christine? 
What what well, your favorite things about Caroline? Yeah, I mean, thank you. That was really that's really touching. I I I it's 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 nice to hear how somebody thinks about you, but you never really actually know. You know what I mean? I mean, we talk all the time about ourselves together, but that that's really sweet. Um, so Caroline has really just always sort of been my alter ego, like my other me. Like we are basically a reflection of one another and 10 years apart. So I feel as though like, um, you know, I just, but I do, we do have differences. I mean, we do, we are different because of our generational differences, but what I love about her the most is that she is so compassionate it's the compassion that she she just looks at everything and everybody from an angle of like, let me put myself in their shoes. And she's so smart. So, so, so smart. Um, not only like book smart and like just wise, I think wise is a better word because um, it's, it's more that, that, that wisdom, right. For such a young person, even when she was young, she was so wise and, I tend to be a little bit, she and her confidence, I tend to be a little bit more insecure. So I always have to like ask her, like, is this okay? Did I do this all right? What do you think? She's sort of my sounding board. Just her wisdom always really impresses me. And, you know, it's like, I feel, I read a quote the other day that said, who do you thank God for giving you on earth? And it really is my sister. I mean, I have a lot of people I love in my life. I have my husband and everybody, like my sister is my best friend who really just gets me and, um, is just, just like, she's kind of like an angel actually. Yeah. Really this is awesome. just a mushy, mushy podcast, isn't it? I mean, I'm going to cry on this end over here. Jeez. She really is. It was like, we aimed at these. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, we have found that it is, as we interview more people, because it's such a close relationship, and I won't say we take it for granted, but it's just, it's usually just that really solid relationship you can lean on and it's there. We don't really take that moment because there's not that cultural time of year to go, this is what I appreciate about you, or this is why I love you. And so it's been one of the most magical things that we've found out of these interviews. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Even if no one listens to it, it, you guys will have this as record, you know? Yeah. One million listeners. No. <laughs> <laughs> one day. One day. Yeah. Right. Are there any fun stories that you want to share about each other or adventures that you've been on together that were really fun? I have a story. Oh, no, you do. I have a story. I have a story that was so mortifying when I was a child that happened. Um, I was, I was, I used to watch my sister a lot. Like I, you know, I used to care for her and um, I used to love doing it. It was like my favorite thing to do. And she was nine months old and I was like only 10 years old. And I guess I wasn't really aware enough. I, I, I put her as a nine month old on the edge of a bed and she took a good fall. <laughs> and I was besides, I mean, she was crying. My mom came, she's like, don't worry. She's fine. You know, she's comforting me. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I, I, I was so besides myself. I really thought I was going to lose her because we had heard of a story of somebody dropping a baby and 
a baby not, you know, surviving, like all this stuff. And I was a kid. So I had this big problem in my head and I was like, oh, uh, what's going to happen? Anyway, I do. I remember that so vividly because I was so scared that I was going to be, you know, I was going to lose her. I mean, I I know siblings do weird things together (laughs) when they're young and accidents. There's so many near misses, but I was just so like I was felt so responsible for her. I still do. I still do. I feel very responsible for her, you know, throughout really everything that she, all her touch milestones in life. Wow. I cannot imagine that would be very traumatizing yeah. as a 10 year old <laughs> thinking you accidentally killed your sister. You know, I mean, geez, that does not go well. Yeah. It's not, that's no. very scary. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes. What about you, Caroline? Do you have any, a favorite story? I mean, my, it's not really like a crazy story, but you know, my favorite, like, you know, I think the most life-changing thing that's a little bit funny is that, um, when Christine was pregnant with her third child, her and her husband walked into an office of like a financial advisor. And I was like 23 ish. So I was obviously like single, single and looking like actively pursuing husband ish. And she was like, so invested in me. Like she said that she was like sitting there, like in the middle of her financial plan, whatever. And she saw a guy walk by and I apparently thought he was fairly good looking. And so she literally like under her breath told her husband in Armenian, different language, like, Hey, like, what about that guy for Caroline? And her husband John, my brother-in-law, literally blurts out like, hey, to the partner of the firm, like, hey, is that guy like open? And so the partner goes like, hey, Matt, come in here. So my pregnant Mm -hmm. sister like, and her husband totally like pimped out this guy basically and asked him like, oh, no, well, I have a sister. And he was like, oh, great. And she's like, well, but how old are you? And he goes, oh, I'm I'm 20. I'm, what did he say? I'm 23. And he, she goes, oh, well, she's 26. And he goes, well, I can do 26. Like, let's try it. Right. So my, my, this poor guy, my now husband, thank God, oh, um, like must say yes, because this is a business deal and she's pregnant. And I guess she looks pretty good when she's pregnant. So she can't look that far from her. So he totally took the deal. And, um, it's funny because it's funny, but mainly it's like gutsy. Like, like I said, who else would just blurt it out and make it happen just for my well-being. And like 16 years later, like three kids later, she's like created my life, basically. That's if she didn't amazing. have the courage to do that, I wouldn't have like my life. So it's really cool. Funny, but it's really amazing. More. That is such a great story. You're like, what about that guy? He's like, I just was walking down the hall. I know. Poor guy. <laughs> Good timing. Good or bad timing. You never know. Ask Matt. I don't know what he says. Changed his whole life. So. I mean. <laughs> did you, did you decide to sign with that financial company? Like, did you guys invest? <laughs> we actually, we did actually for a short while, but that was really the bit best result we got out of it. <laughs> this was the best Keeps returning on investment. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's I so love that fun. story. That's beautiful. That's- oh, it's like the intuition or, I know like Tamara was showing this sign that she has in her house. Um, is it in your studio or in your house? It's in my studio. Anyway, so and, and it's about, well, you can say what it's about. You can say. You share? <laughs> Just about, it's a really beautiful quote, like a engraved type piece of art. And it talks about how people find each other like these like-minded people, no matter where you are in the world, you, you end up connecting. Oh. And so it can be so random and you just have this like, 
you know, shock system. I don't know. Your system's like, yes, that person fine, you know, go that way. And you can't really explain it, but you're like, yeah. And he could have said no, like, but something in him was like, okay, I guess I'll do this crazy wild thing. You know, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. totally. Now are your kids really close? Yeah, they're they're different ages. So Christine's kids are also ten years ahead of my kids. So she's got four, what like twenty one down to eleven ish, and then mine are nine, seven, and four. So there's a big age difference, but they're very like really in a great way, very close. Like the oldest wow. one always comes and visits my little guys, and my little guys just admire like all of hers, and they're as close as they can be for being like separate ages. It's yeah. Really- you guys have paved the way for the next generation. Hopefully. We like to think so, you know, they're all two and a half years apart. So like my kids are all two and a half years apart a- approximately. And then Luca, her oldest is two and a half years younger than my youngest. And then it's, it yeah. just kind of graduates like that, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> we had kids for 20 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. great. That's so cool. And I'll just say too, with, with, you know, cause our besties can't see us, but Christine is a stylist and I was just on her show, Waste Up Wardrobe, all about, you know, of course you need to, now that we're all on Zoom and StreamYard and all the things and people can only see you from your waist up for the most part. I love that concept. So I don't know if you want to share a little bit about your show or what you do. And then Carolyn, if you want to share what you do too. Yeah. Well, I, um, you know, my prior careers were an attorney and engineer, and then I stayed home to raise the kids for 10 years. And then I knew I was never going to go back to that. That was just not my purpose in life. So I started, um, I, I, during that 10 years that I was, you know, raising children, I saw how women kind of let go of themselves or didn't really, they felt like, oh, they're doing so much, right? So sometimes they don't have time to self-care, and I really wanted to be sort of their cheer- cheerleader and um, make them feel great, make them feel as beautiful outside as they are inside. And I thought, I'm going to start a company. I'm going to start designing outfits for people, for women especially. And so that's how I started. That was 10 years ago. And it was really well received. And the business has grown since then. So it's not just about image design, but it's about brand styling, really everything that an uh, entrepreneur needs. But during the pandemic... I pivoted a little bit because, you know, we were all on Zoom and I created Waste Up Wardrobe, which is a show about how to really dominate from behind the desk and show up really professionally. And it it covers really everything from, you know, how to dress, but also how to lighting design, technology, mindset. We had Lisa on to talk about how to get speaking engagement. So everything that really um, applies to women entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general, you can find in our library. I love it. And I love your, you have this really cool opening for your show and like, you know, Christine's very put together. And then in the, in the imaging for the show, she's got little fuzzy slippers on under the desk. It's just super cute. It's like really fun. So not to take it so seriously, but it's like, you know, we can be comfortable and look fabulous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's really fun. Yeah. Caroline, what about you? What do you do over there? So I am a CFO by trade. So I have my own um, consulting practice and I've kind of niched down into nonprofits and, and specifically private schools. And um, it's really wonderful. Like it really, it's nice that I could do what I'm good at and do it for like a, a business that's tangible to me and something kid centric. However, it's 
pretty high stress because I manage like, you know, technology, payroll, facilities, finance, risk management, kind of all of their operational needs. So about 10 or 11 months ago, I actually started an e-commerce business. It's it's built around anti-aging and I actually help moms specifically launch their own businesses from home and kind of help get them off their feet so they can, because I have a passion for, you know, I like to contribute financially to my family, but I also have three kids under nine and I really want to be a very present mom. So I've really just loved parlaying my business skills into helping other women create their own businesses from home too. So it's kind of, Oh, how fun. Yeah. Oh, totally different. Yeah. 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 We'll have to put all your links on. Yeah. So, well, that's amazing. That's great. Well, we are going to be wrapping up. And so we're going to come to our, one of our favorite questions at the end. Um, Since you guys kind of live with, in the same area of one another, what, if you were to hang out after we get off the podcast, what would you go and do? Um, what would we want to do or what would we do together? Yeah, together. I mean, actually practically do, we'd probably just go have dinner somewhere quiet so we could like download what we've had wanting to say for like the last month. Cause we never get to talk cause we're so busy. Um, oh. but, pra- but like wonder, like, you know, make believe world, um, go to like the montage for two days and not talk to our families and just like get like, you know, petties and nannies and like drink bubbly water and chat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Perspective. I don't know what yours is. (laughs) Yeah. I, well, not very, not very different. I would definitely want like a full day with her and I'd want it to start out with breakfast where we can sit there and download. And then I would want to take her to like maybe a educational networking event or something like that. So we can learn (laughs) something together and (laughs) And then we'd have lunch and then we'd definitely be at the montage. Definitely. Um, and, and have dinner. And I'd t- t- probably make her read a book with me. <laughs> and, um, and You're then- such a party animal, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, um, probably pick her brain because she is so smart. Pick her brain about some financial question. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I really enjoy my time with my sister. And, you know, we do see each other quite frequently. We see each other usually on a weekly basis because we see each other on weekends. But um, I, you know, everybody wants to be hang out with Caroline. Everybody wants to hang out with her. Like my mom wants time from her. I want time from her. Her kids, of course, because she's an amazing mom, want time from her. So even my kids want time with her. So, um, yeah, I, I just want time with her. Aww. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, montage, you know, I think that I'm sure, I'm sure somehow that could be a tax write-off, right, Carolyn? Yeah. Especially if you're <laughs> for sure. yeah. reading business books. So obviously, yes, she should be writing it off. Yes. Yeah. And she's talking about her finances. I mean, all these things. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. we found the loophole. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Maybe we to go to Italy. Oh yeah. 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 I would love Yeah, you could do it in Italy. Yeah. 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 So fun. So thank you so much for being on our show. We, I love having our first sister duo best friends on the show. And like I always say, you know, you just never know when you're going to meet your best friend. It could be in your same family. It sometimes it could be in the family next door. You never know. So thank you for being on our show. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Bye everyone. Thank you for having us. 
Hey, Bestie, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified of new episodes and check out cool Bestie gift ideas at howimetmybff.com. That's right. And also leave us a review. Those reviews help us out a lot and are one of the best ways to support us. Yes. And if you have a fun story about how you met your BFF, send us an email at info at howimetmybff.com. We would love to hear about it. Definitely. And hey, maybe we'll have you on our next episode. That would be awesome. Until next time. Love ya, BFFs.